Welcome to you, me, them, everybody. You've made it. It's Thursday. It's night four. This thing is almost over. Oh, yeah. So this is a talk show. I talk into a microphone, then I give away prizes, and we chat. We beg friends. Annie will play songs. We interview people. People will do comedy. Our bartender becomes our co-host, like some magical Mr. Rogers moment, which I love. It's April. We're in Chicago, which means every well, not everyone. But anyone that like believes in love is is uh, is hopeful because it's baseball season. And baseball <laughs> season, mean, no, I'm serious. Baseball season means like there's potential. Baseball as a whole is that high school girlfriend of yours you see like once a year, and you think like maybe we should have stuck together. But then by September, you realize it's for the best. But that <laughs> one, we're in this weird like. Maybe I should check her out on Facebook time. And then in June, you'll realize, like, she's, she's looking great. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I should have become a cop, because she's married to a cop now. She got that nose job, and she didn't really, I kind of liked her fucked up nose. This is, I'm talking about a specific woman in my head right now. And then by August, you realize, she's got two kids, and she never, oh, this is weird. And then by September, middle of September, you're like, dude, she, she never even wanted to go to college. And you don't even like beauticians. Why are you even thinking about this? And then, they, and then the Yankees win, and that's baseball every year. That's just how it works. So, like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm in this weird, like, kind of hopeful phase. But you realize, like, nose, everyone, you don't need the nose job. Your nose is perfect just the way it is, listener at home. I don't care what it looks like. Unless you get in a weird car accident and you feel self-conscious. Then you should totally get a nose job. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't want anybody to tell you differently, person I'm thinking of in my skull. Secondly, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions are this weekend. Very, very not important things are happening. How you doing, sir? Good. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses are up for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Axel says, no, not on my watch. I've had too many cornrows to ever be in a Hall of Fames. So we will not be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Depriving the only member of the, any member of the replacements, any chance of ever being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you guys know the replacements? You're in here, so you kind of have an idea who the replacements are. They're important for people that drink in bars like this. They're not Rock and Roll Hall of Fame important because they never made anybody money, but they're a very important band. And the basis for that band has been in Guns N' Roses longer than he was an original member of the replacements. And that makes me sad and wonder what kind of like life you would lead to end up being in Guns N' Roses. Because like, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, isn't that kind of cool? Like, you, you're, you, your shitty drumsticks will now be forever blah in Ohio. Cool, yeah? But then you realize one of the most important bands ever, if you like sound, which is Cheap Trick, is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So this is making me rethink Axl Rose. Maybe he's actually seeing things that I'm not. He's rejecting things that the industry thinks is cool. And I'm still thinking about my uh, grade school girlfriend who's now married to a cop in the suburbs and it's baseball season. So that's where my head is at. I've not slept very much in the past few days and I've, I didn't eat any food until 7 p.m. today and I've talked into a microphone for six hours. So it's going to be that kind of show. We're going to have a good time tonight. I'm so glad I'm surrounded by talented people or else this is just some weird like pre-intervention, I think. But uh, yeah, this is night four. We've technically did something. Uh, on, the, on the plus side... Uh, this is how I know you won't leave. We have prizes to give away throughout the show. 
Uh, in addition to coffee, we have stuff from Saki Records and uh, Half Acre Brewery. The delightful Annie Rock. You have a tattoo. How did I not notice you had a tattoo? This is you've worn dresses every night. What does your tattoo say? It says "Reach, Embrace." Reach and embrace. Like a hug. Well, it's good that you're pretty. <laughs> what? There's no. You, you, Okay, fine. I have reach on my arms and embrace. What does that say? Like, this guy was into white power at one point, and those words meant something else. <laughs> but on you, they're nice. Aw, thanks. Yeah, complimented to an insult. All right. I don't care. Will you... <laughs> will I mean, you it's there. I can't do much about it now, so... You can get a sleeve. Would you ever get a tattoo sleeve? No. You don't like that guy You from... know, my friend calls those um, stars and garbage tattoos. They are stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's really accurate, actually. <laughs> Will you play some music for us? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock Falls. <laughs> If you want me, I'll come round by the light of the lonely moon. Whoa! I will whisper in your ear what you're wanting to Rock Falls. No, it was fine. It was just a little out of tune. It wasn't. It was good. Esmeralda's the co-host slash bartender. She literally is doing it all tonight. Thank you, sir. Bye. Have a good one. Uh, I know that the monologue, this is hands down, worst monologue in six months to a year. 
And I know that because it's the first time I've done a monologue in Chicago and the tamale guy has not walked in during it. And that's not good. You, I'm literally off my game. Merle, will you come up here and talk? As Merle is going to come up, I'm going to tell you more about the show. Chris Connolly is our first guest. The Putterboss Sisters are the comedians. And Kitchen Table Illinois is the band that killed some time. Merle, how are you? Yes, please do. There's a switch. Guys? Yes. Is it on? Yes. It's on? Okay. It's on. I never get to sit in this seat. We're closer than ever before. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. How's your day been? Fine. Are you tired of me yet? No. Yeah, it's a lie. That's a lie. Those are all lies. <laughs> when are you leaving? I leave Monday morning. Oh, okay. I'm not even staying with you. I only <laughs> see you when we're on stage together. Yeah, I guess. All right. What's our first <laughs> news story of the evening? Um, I I propose that we buy this tiny town. Okay, two nights ago you told us that we should buy a manatee. Yes, and then if we buy this town, we can keep <gasps> the manatee there. Well, at That's least your plan idea. is flushing itself out. What what kind of town do you want to buy? It's in uh, Wyoming. That's that could be cool. Yes, Buford, Wyoming. There's only one man there because his I think his wife died, and then his kid moved, so it's only him. He's selling it. Okay. He sold it. It's, it's been like a, a few days now, so I think that it's it's done. But I think we can counter offer. Okay. What what did the entire town sell for? It was a large amount of money. We have no money. I know, but we do this, right? That, we that is true. There. We have this fancy equipment. We can hack it. I don't know how that translates to buying a town in uh, in Montana. <laughs> or we'll just trade with this stuff. We'll trade the furniture on the stage at the yeah. Hungry Brain. It was actually pretty cheap. It was only a hundred thousand. That's actually not considering that it's crazy. a town. It's yeah, got its own postal that. code. I like these ideas. We would be the only talk show yeah. with a town. That's true. And a manatee. We could and just move, Yeah, but we could just move to the suburbs and be the only talk show in the town. Yeah, but we wouldn't own it unless That's one of us was the mayor. Yeah. So why don't you just run for local election? Ah, uh, that's too much. Is I'd rather just buy this town, have my manatee in it, and uh, have talk Where's shows. this again? Uh, Wyoming. Are there any manatees in the state of Wyoming? You can bring them. Can you? Is that so hard to put it in a, in a car? I think a... that's really illegal. Why? Uh, you get a, you get like it's going to die within like an hour. No, you one. get a tub, fill it with some water, strap it to the back. Oh, you can't do that. That's illegal. How is that You illegal? can't strap a manatee to a back of a Who car. Who says? The law. All the laws say that's a bad idea. I don't think there's a law yet. Fine. Yeah, PETA's Whoa, not going to be cool with PETA. it. Fine. <laughs> Literally. So the stance of the show thus far is, fuck PETA, let's buy a town. Oh, and also we would have people, so our guests would show up to the town. How are we going to get them there? We'd strap them to the back in a God, tub. how many trips are you making around? <laughs> how many people in Wyoming could we even talk to, let alone have on the show? Well, we would have to, you know, fly them in or strap them. This to is that getting tub. more and more expensive, and strapping people in—I don't think they're going to be cool with that. <laughs> we could be like a mobile hot tub. That's how <laughs> we would make money. Has that ever worked out? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Fair enough. I haven't heard any accidents with mobile hot tubs because they don't exist, really. Oh, they do. Not in this town. Not in Wyoming. It's not hot tub weather. <laughs> it could be. Can it? We could make it. We I could make it a hot tub. A mobile hot tub destination. No, because you, you can't control the weather in Wyoming. Why do you keep you just keep? Yeah, it's my, my fault. That's down. the the only problem is I keep throwing things in your way. If no one said anything, this would have already happened. I would I would be living in Wyoming with a manatee, uh, strapped to a bathtub in a car. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun word picture. 
<laughs> but not a real one. I should go to one of those people at Navy Pier and have them draw me with a Is big that really head all you want? You just need a character artist to like <laughs> deliver all of your dreams to you on paper? That would and then I would tout it as, as true. Yeah, why don't you just do that? For some reason. We, yeah, we could do those things. Yeah, we could do anything you've ever wanted Let's to do. Let's get a cartoonist. Yeah, okay. I'll get, do I'll that. write that down. Get character <laughs> artist. So another idea I thought, and I thought it was this one's pretty good, because then we would have a a, a um, what do you call it? A captive audience. Yes. Literally. Yes. Is oh, uh, no. in Vegas. They have a party bus that cures hangovers. It's called Hangover Heaven, and they have IVs with vitamins ready for you to uh <laughs> to be cured. Okay. And so we would be in the bus doing the show. And I mean, I'm sure we would be strapped in as well. Why? Okay. All right. (laughs) Why do you want to do... That's the worst idea. That's worse than the manatee to the back of the car idea. Do you really want to deal with a bunch of people trying to get sober? We want the opposite end of that. Yeah, but by the time in the, the story show arc, ends, you're in Act Four. I want Act Two where the action is still rising. There's no vomit yet. People are happy to be there, not like questioning their life and existence. No, but they'd be they'd be healing. I don't think people view it as healing while you are healing. For example, when I uh, vomit due to my alcoholism, I don't think I'm healing myself. In reality, I am, but it feels like the opposite. More like yeah, I'm dying and I'm trying to take the death out of me, but it feels awful. But you don't. Vomit. Because they give you an IV with, um, you know, saline and vitamins and all the things that you're lacking, right? Okay. When you're when you're hungover. Okay, we had a professional eater here mm-hmm. on, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. He drank nine ciders in two hours. He did. Yeah. Okay. Imagine if that's He's got not a big stomach. Imagine if that's not a professional eater and it's just a person drinking nine ciders in oh, two hours. Oh, they would hours. just get a stomachache. You don't think that's they'd a vomit lot of sugar. everywhere? Well, yeah, but then, you know, they, they vomit and then they get onto the bus. I think they're going to vomit on the bus. No. Okay. I'm sure, you know what, they probably have a, you know, a sink or something in there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They just have a giant trough sink <laughs> or ba- where people vomit do. into and manatees live. I mean, it makes sense if they're curing people's hangovers. All right, continue. Do you have another one? I just, I like the idea and then we'd be sitting in there, you know. It sounds nice. That sounds like purgatory to me. It sounds nice getting an IV full of vitamins and shit when you're... Hungover. Uh, all right. What about water? Why no, just... that doesn't help you. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's that's not how you science works. You need vitamins and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you IVs. Need, you don't. Yeah. What are I? Never mind. Just go, what's the <laughs> next one? I can't teach you all of science in, in one night. <laughs> uh, this one, I just I thought it was funny because then I saw the picture of the lady too. Uh, this mother uh-huh. bit her daughter. Yeah. Wait, did you hear about this? No. Okay. <laughs> So, this mom was drinking all day, having a good old time. Great. And she decides to play the Rihanna CD really loud. And her daughter just can't take it anymore and tells her to turn it off. And then uh, she yells, no, and then she bites her in the leg. The mom. All right. Um, That's sad in every way. I just, no, I kind of. Obviously a Chris Brown fan. Oh, Chris Brown oh, bit her on the back, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, like that was part of the whole thing. I thought that's why you did the story. Oh no. Oh. I was just thinking because I I tend to I don't bite people. Well. Eh. Uh. But I get Maybe real you're, excited. You're the Chris Brown in this situation. And I want to when I'm I've been had a few in me. And I'm like, turn it off. And then you know, there's those you know, there's people that want it down. Rational turn people. Turn it down. Rational people. I go no. And then so I'd be with her, them. and maybe I'd... That might be me next. Okay, I think 
to prevent this, don't breed soon. Oh. You don't want to. Do you want to breed? <laughs> no. Then you're fine. All right. Then I mean, you could bite adults that are roughly your age. I think that's. I'm fine. not gonna bite children. I'm not crazy. She bit her child. Yeah, but she's like a 17 year old. It's an adult. It's still a child. But still, it cracks me up because I was thinking. Yeah. How did she get to her leg? She had to like jump at her. She tackled. <laughs> she, she probably tackled. Yeah, she probably tackled her. Unless she was on the ground already, which actually might guess she's been drinking all day. She might have been just crawling Wait, the around. 17-year-old is drinking? No, the mom. Oh, God, this is the saddest story <laughs> in the world. Where did this take place? I thought it was like a good, it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to some Rihanna. Where did this take place? Uh, it was in uh, Florida. Yep, that's right. It, yes, it was in Florida. <laughs> yeah, in oh. Florida. Does it say the town? No, just Florida. Does it really? It's Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's the saddest thing ever. But why wouldn't she bite her in the arm? Why would she have a kid, bag? number one? Well, because she's probably drunk most of the time. This has happened. Fair enough. <laughs> That's how that it took works. 17 years and nine months to realize, oh, I got a kid. It's time to start <laughs> biting. Good thing there's this Rihanna CD around me. Yes, but I, li- I like the, uh, you guys can't see it, obviously, but the uh, the mugshot of the woman, she mm-hmm. has this like smirk on her face. Like, oh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she does. Like, whoops. I love my tunes. <laughs> And the teeth. And You'd the bite too, wouldn't you? Rihanna's the number one seller. <laughs> that is the shittiest ad campaign for Rihanna. I, I, it's very effective. We're going to get that mom and she'll do an ad It's good for, for my demo, but I don't think I'm the right demo for Rihanna tunes. Yeah. Drunken biters. Yeah. She loves them all. She loves all Sadly, she does love drunken biters. She has a track record of that. Chris Brown, everybody. She, she's, uh, she's, she's dating Chris Brown again. We broke two-month-old news to you, Annie. Yeah, that's that's what's going on. You didn't know that? I live inside of a three-month time warp <laughs> into the past. That's for the... You might... According to Arizona, you're uh, three months and two weeks pregnant then. <gasps> oh, yeah. Arizona legislation passed that essentially means uh, you're two weeks pregnant all the time if you're a woman in Arizona. Yeah, it's awesome. It's the best. It's like a Herman Cain argument come to life. It's delightful. I'm not joking about this. Well, that's why I won't go there. That is a good reason not well, to go to Arizona. Well, and I'm brown. They don't like me. They don't like that my kind. That is a very good reason not to they go to Arizona. They don't take too kindly to me. You should run for governor of Arizona and see what oh, happens. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe you're a double negative and they love you. That's true. And yeah. I'm always pregnant. <laughs> you're a brown yes. woman that's always pregnant. What do we do with that? <laughs> I'm going to drop them babies in their country. You should do it. <laughs> well, th- will you have a kid in Arizona? If you pr- no. Promise me that if you have a kid it's in the It's so next- hot there. That's the only reason you're not going to have a kid? All right, fine. Well, and they don't like brown people. That is true. Merle, I think you did a fantastic job with the news stories tonight. (laughs) It involved a lot of sadness. Well, it's a theme. (laughs) It is a theme. We need themes, don't we? Sure. And sadness can be a theme. Thank you. Reach and embrace it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's not... You're going to go do your thing. Let's not get nasty. Oh, God. (laughs) Esmeralda, kudos. Thanks. You'll be back and later. Yeah. I think this chair is a bit cursed. Why is it cursed? Don't say that our next guest has to sit there. No, but he'll make it better. Yes, he will. Thank you, Esmeralda. Good job. Esmeralda, everybody. Bridgeport Coffee Company was named the number one coffee house in Chicago by Time Out Magazine, probably because their terrific artisanal roasts are complemented so well by their down-to-earth attitude. Try it yourself at 31st and Morgan in Bridgeport, or at fine retailers like Whole Foods or Jeans in Lincoln Square, or check out BridgeportCoffeeCompany.com. 
Coming to the stage, he's a musician that has uh, made money playing music. He's an author that people read. Things I'll never understand. He's here to teach me how to be a better man. Not really joking right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Chris Connolly, everybody. Chris, come on up. Have you ever been played on a stage to a ukulele before? No. No, it's a first. Hi. Aw, hi. That was really lovely. I'm Annie. It's nice to meet you. Hi, Annie. Chris. Hi, Chris. Very nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you too. Chris, how will most people know you? The person who wasn't played on stage to a ukulele. <laughs> exactly. Well, what kind of bands were you in? Well, uh, I came over to Chicago and joined ministry. Yep. Um, and. Well, let me make this clear. You're not on heroin right now. I, no. See? That's weird. Yeah, isn't that Because growing up, listening to ministry, I was like, oh, heroin or death, or probably both. No offense, that's really rude to open with. Sorry. Why? Really? I think that's rude. Oh, I'm it's glad you don't true. think it is. Great. No, it's all true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good I time. was a really poorly behaved young man, but I never hurt anyone. So why not? Here I am. Why yeah. didn't I? Why didn't you hurt anybody? <laughs> I blow, I blacked out. Before. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good moral of the story. See, you st you you're not against drinking and drugs per se. No, I'm half cut right now. That's pretty great. Yeah. See, what does that even mean? You're not from here. I don't even know what half cut means. Well, I've had a couple of drinks. Oh, darling. cool, cool. Where are you from? I'm from Edinburgh. Why did you move? The there? heroin capital of Europe. Is one it really? Of the most yes, it is. And he says it's a beautiful it city. Is one it of the most is. Beautiful city. Annie, Annie, you like you heroin and witch burning? Do you like heroin and witch burning, Annie? <laughs> I've never. She had must. Heroin. She yeah. I mean, I've heard that it's awesome. Have you, is that why you moved because of all the heroin and witch burning? You're like, I only like one of these things. No, I moved because of Thatcher. Really? Yeah. You're a really political youth, weren't you? Uh, when did you move here? Nineteen eighty-seven. So you were like twenty-five. Twenty-five? No, it's twenty-two. <laughs> twenty-two. It's, it's yeah. quite young. Did you know anybody when you moved here? No, no, no. Well, yeah, I knew a couple of people. I knew Al Jurgensen. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I thought it was a good thing. It, things change. Things change. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. such a good thing in some respects. But he introduced me to a lot of nice people. And you're still friends with a lot of those nice people. So. Yeah. And you stayed here. I did. Why? I sorry, that, that sounds so accusatory. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, why the fuck are you here? No, you like, ask me for my green card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, why? Why stay here? Because like, you've literally toured the world—not hundreds of times, a lot. Some might say a lot of times. You you could live anywhere. Why are you still in Chicago? Uh, Is it the only place in the U.S. whose weather matches Edinburgh's or something? It's not. Uh, no, it's not that. I mean, it, Chicago, I find, is a very easy city to live in. How and, so? Uh, well, it's uh, fairly cosmopolitan. It's uh, fairly inexpensive. And, yeah. And uh, you just get used to somewhere, you know? Yeah. You get used to somewhere. And I've been, you're right, I've been everywhere in, in the U.S. Yeah. For sure. And I could have lived in all these different places. But Seattle... There was an undercurrent I didn't like. Really? But I almost moved there at one point. And I almost moved to Austin at one point. But there was a, an overcurrent I didn't like there. <laughs> there was proximity to right-wing rednecks. 
that I didn't like at all. You know you're like two suburbs away from a lot of those people now. I know. Okay. That's all right. That's fair. But I've cocooned myself with lefties. Yeah, you really have. <laughs> totally different directions, too. Um, yeah, you're still a musician. I am. You're, yeah. you're, you're obviously, ministry doesn't exist anymore. You're, you're, you're not playing. They don't. No, they do. They just what? I thought they did their like whole "We're Done Forever" tour well, like they, a, well, two years ago. Not. What? He ran out of money. Oh, I'm sorry. He's touring again. I'm sorry. Ooh, this is weird. Well, sorry about that. It's not. You're not care. in ministry I'm anymore. Not in ministry anymore. Yeah, no. you're not making. You you're on your twelfth fucking solo record. Something like that. Yeah. How do you? You don't even know how many solo records you have. It's twelve. Not off the top of my head. Twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you keep making music? Like, what <laughs> keeps inspiring you to do this? Like, I'm twenty nine and I'm sick of tunes. No offense. Like, you're you're twenty nine. Yeah. Hi, you've got a long way to go, pal. I know, but like, <laughs> long way to go. I'm forty seven. Yeah, but we look I about the same made age. That, and that album yet? I haven't really? Made that record yet? Why not? What What is well? Missing? That's why I keep making them. Really? Yeah. You're You're consistently excited to go into a studio yes. and record. Really? Yeah. How does one stay enthused in life? You're just always. It's It's like it's the same as if you lose your keys in the morning and you've got to go to work. You've got to find those keys. And I've got to make that record. Oh, I just go and wait till somebody comes home and just like hang, <laughs> hang out at a coffee shop and then uh, and tweet. I like tweeting. No, but like what makes you still want to be doing this? Because you don't have to be doing this. I can't imagine that like this 13th record of mine, like I will finally be done. I'm finally going to be happy. Oh, no, that's never going to happen. I mean, it's just sort of uh, I keep coming up with new ideas okay. for songs and for writing. Is there anybody that you still want to collaborate with? That you uh, haven't already. I, 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 I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I keep bumping into people who I collaborate with. Oh yeah, randomly, I'll meet these people. Please and, expound. And uh, they have something that they think might do well with what I do, and okay. so we collaborate and we do something, and then I move on. And I meet someone else, and that's the the beauty of it, you know. And they're really disparate characters. Could I have an example? Uh, well, I, right now I'm collaborating with, uh, and literally, I, we made some, did something the other day, uh, a guy called Michael Esposito. And what Michael does is he makes records, uh, but what, what he does is he's got a lot of uh, incredibly complicated recording equipment, and he goes into old churches and houses mm -hmm. that are haunted, and he records... White noise? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he has me read. Uh, the other day, he had me read from the Corinthians over it, and he's had me read uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Over dead people talking, and it's really brilliant. And so it sounds really, like the podcast really we're recording now. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? I I don't believe that ghosts are. These entities that can think and move around and scare you. Okay, <laughs> but I I'm not opposed to the idea that perhaps if something traumatic happens, then there's an echo left. That's a ghost. That that is maybe what we call a ghost. But as far as spirits staying alive, I can't disbelieve or believe it because I've never encountered anything like that before. Okay. Have you got a surprise for me? No, no. Okay. <laughs> 
I really wish I did. Oh, I have a Grim Reaper costume in the back. Do you want to wear it? You want me to wear it? It's all right. All right. It's like about that later. <laughs> You're fun. I like you. Uh, what? How do you stay excited about new music? Uh, I know. I understand the whole I want to keep making music thing, but I don't understand the I want to keep seeing new music. Do you still like seeing live music? Is it possible? Uh, I like listening to live music. I don't go out to live music that much because it's a hassle. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, I have a family. And yeah. My my day has sort of stepped back to sort of five a.m. onwards. Yeah. Does cha- does having the family change the way you approach music? Uh, I'm sure it has. Yeah. Uh, I, I I couldn't tell you that it has pro- made it progress in any way. Or that I've become mellow or satisfied with anything. If anything, my music has become more violent. I feel really. It's, but I've changed. Once again, do you remember the bands you were in? I do. And you're saying but your I think music that's now is Hollywood violence. Really? Okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. It's. It was in no way threatening to me. To you, think. you were in the band, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was nah. on the other side of the fence, wasn't I? Yeah, you were safe. You had yeah. a rider. Not everyone <laughs> in the room did. Most people left in physical pain from your shows. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I think that having a family changed the way I played music. I certainly had to become a lot more time economic about it. Okay. You know, I but had it's to find not, corners of time to play music. But your input hasn't slowed down at all. No, it's increased. Exactly. So that doesn't make sense. I don't think I, th- I think that the, the the two are mutually exclusive of each other. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think having a family is neither here nor there. I happen to have over the past few years perhaps uh, become a lot more collaborative with people, um, and a lot more opportunities have presented themselves. Your children are, I think, too young to know what you do. Is that correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. They have no clue. Will you show them DVDs and stuff like that? Yeah. They're going to find it. Will they? Online, yeah. Yeah, they will. They will. It's exciting. Really, really soon. You published a book about two years ago, right? Right? Uh, the the bio came out in uh, 2007. Oh, wow. I thought it was yeah, 10. Like I apologize. That's okay. Uh, would you do something like that again? Or you feel like you're done? With writing? Yeah. Well, I followed it up with a novel. Yeah. And uh, I started another novel uh, before my daughter was born. And... You know, I suppose I got about a quarter of the way through. I yeah. got the novel written, but I didn't go back to revise it. And then I haven't picked it up since. Okay. Necessarily because... You're kind of busy. I am busy. And, and, and I, 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 I do think that if there's a will, there's a way. I mean, if I really was like... My heart was totally in writing this book at this time. Mm-hmm. I would get up at 4 a.m. and do it, which is what I did before. But... It's not, and there's something fundamentally missing from the story right now, okay. and I can't find it. So when you write, you don't have the outline? I had an outline, and it's this, the same with the last book. I had a really solid outline, but halfway through the book, the outline changed. Okay. I, I had a sort of a realization, like, oh, but if I did this, then this could happen. And Got it. it. Turned it, into, it turned the book around, but it made it a lot better. Who are some of the authors you enjoy? Authors? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Who are the guys I, that made you want to write? Uh, well, I like, uh, I, I read a lot of noir fiction. Okay. Um, I like Cornell Woolrich, uh, James Elroy. Um, I like, um, 
uh, Martin Amos is probably my favorite. Okay. What about the older guys? The older noir guys? Your, oh, your Hammonds, your Chandlers. Yeah, oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. And uh, Marlowe. Yes. Yeah, shit yeah. like that. I, I've, I've read all that stuff. And all, all, all these sort of lesser known mm -hmm. s sort of pulp fiction novels. Yeah. I, I love them because they're, they're very quick reads. Yeah. And they're well, always exciting. You said that if you had the desire, you'd be waking up at 4 a.m. to be writing this thing. Yeah. What do you have the desire to? What is the thing you want to be doing the most? Well, it changes. I mean, right now I'm working on uh, uh, writing a new record. Okay. Which I'm recording in May. Where are you recording it? I record at a studio called Engine. Do you always use Engine? I have for the last three or four records, yeah. Why do you like it? Well, I work with uh, an engineer there who's produces my albums and uh yes he's uh he works out of that studio and we get the work done quickly fair enough fair enough uh what does the wife think of all this i mean you you were already a musician well before you met her oh yeah i mean she's 100 percent supportive how does it do. like do you tour anymore no do you ever want to no really why not yeah it's horrible why is it horrible oh my god it's a disaster why is it a disaster well when I used to tour, and in my heyday 20 years ago, I mean, I had no connections or anything. Yeah. And I could do anything I wanted yes. with, with anyone who agreed to do it with me, right? Hopefully and agreed. So now it's just going to some backwoods town, waiting around for hours to play in the middle of the night when I don't feel like it. Well, Nick Cave did then. He got a book out of the deal. He did? Yeah, the the last uh, Nick Cave in the Bad Seas, he wrote Bunny Monroe. Ah, tour. Yeah, so I figured I maybe not got two birds. My tours star. became less and less comfortable. Really? Less and less. I mean, significantly so. I mean, I there were diminishing returns in my career. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the 90s, like, it sort of went in this trajectory all the way down until I was, the last time I toured, I was uh, sleeping in uh, a vehicle in Walmart parking lots because they will let you stay there overnight. So now that maybe explains why I don't want to tour anymore. It also makes me feel really happy about our four-night stand at the Hungry Brain. Ah. It really does. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> you're very inspiring to me. You, you, you make me not want to be a, a loud asshole and like uh, think about life. <laughs> it's important. Um, people here still talk about your show that you played here like six years ago. One of my favorite shows. Anytime, obviously. We'd love to have you back. We're going to end this interview with a question from the book of questions, Love and Sex by Gregory Stock, PhD. It's truly an awful book. Chris, it looks good. Oh, it's not. I need you to pick a number between 104 and 187. Between what? 104 and 187. Okay. Pick a number between... One five four, excellent. We don't have that. You get one fifty one. We retire the questions. How much of falling in love is illusion, and how much is real chemistry? That's, Feel free to lie. That's it. <laughs> one fifty. Under what circumstances might you pretend you were enjoying sex much more than you actually were? That's a better one. Anyways. I've done that a lot. Yes. <laughs> and the circumstances were always with a stranger and always kind of drunk and always just wishing it was it was just a silly thing that you started that you wish you hadn't, but you're too polite to sort of 
say get out or can I go now? That's that Edinburgh, <laughs> that Edinburgh politeness that is really, uh, it's a nice thing. It is. Heroin if, capital of Europe, folks. If you want to, uh, <clears throat> sleep around, there are two 4 a.m. bars around the corner. I guarantee any of you could put stuff into stuff if you want. They're called Underbar and Blue Light. Uh, Blue Light is more of a cop bar. Underbar is more of a coke bar. So pick your poison and you will end up there. <laughs> They're right around the corner. We highly advocate both of those bars. Great people. Good cokeheads. <laughs> Uh, Chris, where can people find you? I have uh, chrisconley.com and uh, you can find me on Facebook at Chris Connolly or Christopher John Connolly and uh, I'm on Twitter as well. And if you haven't heard his music, it's not what you're thinking, probably. You get a lot of David Bowie, Scott Walker comparisons. I do. So That's it's fine. It's like good. Not saying what you did before wasn't good. It was. It's a lot different. It is a lot different. Yeah. People change. Yeah, I think for the best. No offense. No, they do. You're Perfect. right. I agree with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. For Put your hands together me. for Chris Connolly. Thank everybody. you. Damn, I just this is impossible to f***ing read. Charlie, Charlie, are we rolling? Hey, gang, it's us, Saki, the Logan Square Record Store and Art Space, here to tell you about the great stuff we have lined up for Record Store Day, Saturday, April twenty-first. Holy shit! Who the f- wrote this. I feel like a f***ing asshole. Aside from the more than 100 record store day mother f- Aside from the more than 100 special limited edition record store day mother f- Aside from the Aside from the more than Aside from the more than 100 This is f***ing bullshit. This is f***ing bullshit. And do it again. Starting at 1pm we've got a whole day of performances by bands. Some Charlie, can we f- and get this fixed. Charlie, can we have somebody in here who knows what the f*** they're doing? Our pals at Chirpin, Girls Rock Chicago, will be coming out to play games and hand out mother f- Does anybody listening to this sh- We'll have ticket giveaways. Where the f*** did you go to school? You can even use your receipt to get discounts at places like Shake Shop and Bucket of Blood. Mother f- You know, it's like someone took a f***ing asshole, crammed it into a pen, and then sh- special hours are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Saki is 3716 West Fullerton in Chicago. Learn more at SakiStore.net or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, two of the funniest people in Chicago. Whenever I go out of town and people go, is the sketch scene good? I only mentioned two people. They are two of them, and I'm probably sure that they hate that they were introduced that way. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Putterboss sisters. guys how are we tonight thank you did i do as soon as we start talking i need six people to leave okay no it's fine did i need six people to leave when i talk i need seven people to leave okay did i start dropping racial terms did i start talking about gooks while while those people left absolutely that's the only one i feel like you can say that people don't really get offended by it's true it's because there are any gooks why are you leaving are you vietnamese Oh, give it up for her. She's amazing. Yeah, you're, you're great. great. Your tattoo is awesome. Yeah, it is. Don't listen to what they have to say. It's awesome. Yeah. It means give me a hug. I have a similar one on my vagina. It just says run away. I have a lower back tattoo of Coolio. Um, and then Michelle Pfeiffer is just on my back. Uh, from Dangerous Minds. What she means by that is Michelle Pfeiffer is literally always on her back to do another movie. Yeah, she's always trying to get Danielle out to do some movies. I know, you know. man. Um, let's let's bring this to a similar p- 
portion of the show called okay. um, Who Wore It Best. Right. Uh, the stars do it. The stars do it. You guys know about them. The stars. Right. And I've read Was Up magazine, so I think that I have yeah. enough. I think you were in Was Up magazine Actually, time, I'm not right? going to lie. I was in Was Up. So. Not to brag. Not trying to brag, guys, but all them that left don't know that a Was Up star is right in front of them. Not trying to brag, guys, but I did work at Navy Pier, okay? <laughs> Took a are. drug test to be a holiday cop. What's a holiday cop? It's somebody that dresses up in festive gear and passes out tickets to kids that don't have enough holiday cheer. And that's true. And that's my career. Good career. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, let's bring it back to... Uh, who wore it best. Who wore it best. Right. Who wore it best for you, I think is the Skokie Players Theater put on a production of Donnie Brosco, and you were one of the extras. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yes? You uh, just look like a hungover babysitter. Oh, that's funny. That's because that's my actual profession. Can you call that a profession of Not what a 13-year-old does? No. Babysitter's Club. I don't even do as good of a job as Dawn from the Babysitter's Club, you guys. <laughs> I just hold kids and shake and, and just say, me and you are going to eat so much bread today! <laughs> uh, and I hope that I don't drop them because I'm usually doing this at night. And then I take care of kids in the, in the morning and then I wear these nice mom sneakers that I yeah, found in the trash. Good sneaks. Tiff, you can't wear those sneaks in a, in a hip bar like this. I know. You know that? I was taking care of children all day. This is what the little girl that I babysit for told me today. She said, are you married? And I said, no. And she said, well, so you're just a woman then. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I guess I'm just a woman. And she goes, well, maybe someday somebody will throw you a bouquet at a wedding. <laughs> maybe. And she said, maybe. don't you, don't you have like a boyfriend? And I said, no. And she said, why? And I said, it's too much trouble. And she said, not if they're a prince. And, I need and you to... said you can't find princes at 4 a.m. bars. That's true. So I'm going to go to Big City Tap every night and ask people if they're princes. See if it I works. Can tell, I can tell by your, your bronzer and your armband uh, tattoo that you're a prince. That's how you can tell. Um, I also take care of kids. I teach kids theater. Um, and uh, one of the little girls asked me in a similar way. Uh, she's like, do you, Miss Danielle, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. She was like, well, I'll tell you how you can get one. You should straighten your hair and wear some makeup. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. And then I just wrote it down. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm writing that down to say into a microphone because that is hilarious. <laughs> um, and then this other also really great comeback. Um, this little kid was like, you can't color like that. And this little girl goes, you ain't no Judge Mathis. <laughs> Touche. 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 Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? I was in what's up. What's up? You're looking at a star, sir. A what's up magazine star. You might notice me from pictures such like this. <laughs> Doing, does that do anything for you? Ooh. Just gonna walk away from, just gonna walk away from your dreams. I understand. That's why. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only crowd work I know how to do is inappropriately hitting on people by calling myself accidents. <laughs> mm. 
Um, um, let's talk um, about accidents. Um, um, let's talk about some accidents. Let's talk about accidents. Where there's a there's a big accident down the street. It's called uh, Big City Tap. Oh yeah, that's true. Good place for soulmates, though, guys. Ugh. Terrific soul soulmate searching. Uh, big City Tap came to us, and they were like, "We need to get some more people in this bar. Can you come up with some slogans?" And we said, "I'm a marketing whiz, of course." Uh, big City Tap's the only place in the city that you can go out and hear bros say things like, Yeah! Took that pussy to pound town! Um, uh, here's the thing. I have a pussy. It never wants to go to pound town. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm in, I'm in Chicago, Illinois. I feel safe here. I don't need to go to pound town. Not at all. Although I would like to go up to a bro and just be like, Hey, you know, you look like the kind of guy that could really take my pussy to pound town. In a really serious way. See how many bro, bro, bro dates I get. A lot. So uh, a couple of the slogans that we came up with are these. They might sound something like this. <laughs> Big city tap. Uh, can I puke in your hand? Because mine's full. <laughs> Big city tap. Big city tap. Hey, babe, sorry. My shark's tooth necklace is totes poking your lower back tattoo. Big city tap. I'm not trying to sound gay or anything, but you mind if I just put my dick on your dick for a little bit? Just two bros dick. Dicking around, you know, just no big deal, just not gay, just trying to just set my dick on your dick. We're just bros, is that cool? Big uh, which only leads me to another thought. Why is there a reggae bar in Wrigleyville, you guys? Mm. Is anyone because Wrigleyville is the place that you can get to and just relax. Oh, <laughs> that's relax. Relax need to relax. Um, there's just douchebags there, so I don't know why there's a reggae bar, but I think that if douchebag reggae happened, it would just sound a lot like, brah, brah, one time, one time, and then they just put your dick on your back. <laughs> just, cause anytime you go to a bar in any kind of Wrigleyville, you're just standing there talking to some friends, and then all of a sudden, oh, that's a dick I didn't want on my back. That's just a dick on my back. I didn't want that. I will take it, but it is... And what I mean by that is there's a lot of, like, 47-year-old cab drivers that go into shitty bars, and girls are dancing, and then they just... Do you mind? That's just my boner, just on your thigh. I'm not going to say hi or even try to dance with you, but I'm just going to set it there. Which works sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It does work. You should try it. I had a guy text me one time, can I get at your pussy? Um, I didn't know it was closed off for repairs. You know? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen your work. One, uh, it's not hard to get at. And two, <laughs> it's as free as Woodstock, guys. It, free spirit, you know? Free spirit. Free spirit. Catch By free dreams. spirit, uh, I mean she just holds a dream catcher above her vagina and just <laughs> hopes that somebody comes home. You know what I mean? Oh gosh. Mm. I know. I, I know. Actually, I kind of need Jeff Bridges from Arachnophobia to come in and clear out all the cobwebs that I got. Working up there. It's been a while. I'm lonely. Right. You guys, it's Good. uh. <laughs> <laughs> you Let guys, it it's speaking it of speaking of my vagina. Um, it's it's a hun it's a hundred year Titanic um anniversary. I love that your vagina reminded you of the Titanic. But well, that's because I've had <laughs> I've had so many guys come up to me today and be like, "Oh my gosh, your vagina is exactly like the Titanic because it's sunken in and full of ghosts." Yep. That was just not true. Is that that's that's the truth. This is not true. Have you hit any icebergs? 
Girl. <laughs> I've had a couple morning uh, morning after pill icebergs. <laughs> why why do bros think that picking up a morning after pill is like uh, getting a Chipotle burrito? They should be like, uh, yeah, just pick up. Would you mind picking up like some uh, Chipotle burritos and get yourself morning after pill? No. <laughs> I got one. I got one slutty microphone up here. I can tell. Well, here's something that I like to do during sex that you guys can all just take take it home with you. You can try it out yourself. Um, so you have a nice romantic time with somebody, mm. and um, you know you ha- you can know them or not know them at all, and you just lay in bed and you just you know just fix your bangs and look really attractive, and you're like, oh, it's so good sharing time with you. And uh, then you just turn to them and go, Is that all you got? They're either going to run away, which will give you a laugh, or they're going to really bring it. Yeah. Try it out. Cool tips. Cool tips. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely cool tips. Um, you guys, do we, do we have any weed smokers here? Are we tokers, jokers, midnight smokers? Of course. You're Bob a musician. I don't know if you guys ever do this. Uh, if you are big into the weed, you're like, oh, shit, I got too high to accomplish my daily tasks again. Yep. Um, you're like, oh, how am I going to communicate to this locksmith how many keys I need made? <laughs> and no matter what age I get to, uh, I just feel like I still have to cover it up that I'm high. <laughs> you guys are like, I have no idea. I couldn't even... Never toked in my life, okay? Um, so it makes you laugh? What's the do? Makes you eat a burrito? Do you not get your bills paid online after you smoke? What happens? What's going on? It makes people believe that they should actually pay money to watch fish. Or <laughs> listen to fish. Makes people do that. Um, but this is my impression of myself trying to cover up how high I am when my mom calls me. Oh, yup, 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 yup. Oh, oh, hey. Oh, yeah, you called me. Right, you called me. Um, I am fantastic. I wouldn't be better if I could. I could I could try. I couldn't even try. I couldn't even try to be better because I'm great. I will. Uh, are you? Uh, okay, yeah. I think so. Next Thursday, you can call me and we can just. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to check. Oh, I got to check Google Maps. Okay, how are you? That's that. Oh, that was good. Good, 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 good. Thanks. Uh, well, that was a good impression. So I guess. <laughs> so I guess. We're so done. I guess. So I guess uh, I'm, I'm done with my career. Um, well, I'll do an impression if you're going to do an impression, and we're sisters. Right. Okay. That's the rule about being sisters. Okay. One sister does an impression, the other yeah. one has to too. Okay. Yeah. So this is my impression of myself if I've been taken to Pound Town. Okay. <laughs> um. There gets to be a certain point in the night when you've had enough whiskey and you just look around the bar for anybody that's just alive. Right. And what you think you're doing is being like a really hot Penelope Cruz and you're like, hey, you don't even know what I'm going to do to you. You don't even know how to get it back after I give all this to you. You don't even know. You better have a receipt to return all this after I give it to you. <laughs> You're going to want to date me so hard. You're going to want to put a profile picture of me being like, what? I didn't even see that. What? That's a camera. It's so crazy. I can't believe I have all this makeup on. Uh, that's what you think you're doing, but what it really looks like late at night when you're having sex with them is just this. 
party. Ah! <laughs> and what I'm really saying, guys, is take me home tonight. I don't want to let you go till the morning light. Take me home tonight. I will cry about my dad. I'll cry about my dad. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Putterball sisters, take a seat. Please take seats. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'll only cry about my dad because it's real. You're great, and Chris, you're great too. I will listen to your music now (laughs) that I that I've been here. Uh, For the listener at home that isn't from Chicago, please explain What's Up Magazine. Oh dear oh. Lord! What's Up Magazine is a, is like not even a real publication. It's just a lot of different bros with their tongue out, and a lot of different girls with like their tops half off, being like, crazy!" Just yeah. different pictures of people at bars. That's all it is. It's pictures of people shit housed at bars, <laughs> uh, grinding on other people. There's lots of dicks on the back pictures. Yeah. Lots of. It's like the key. It's like the Keanu Reeves of news publications. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is not a good actor. I don't know if you guys have ever watched him talking to uh, the the others. I think somebody's playing a trick on me about Keanu Reeves personally. I love him. Really? Really? Have you seen his work in The Devil's Advocate? I think that he is ahead of his time. Get wow! Out. You have wow! Been, you, uh, you know what? I will agree. He was excellent in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and he did great job on Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And past that, he's never done a good thing in his life. Point Break. Point Break was not Point bad, Break, he's in a wetsuit yelling really loudly a lot. Once again, Point Break. Great. Okay. Great. Uh, please get a television show. What can I do to help that happen? Oh, uh, gosh. I, I don't know. I don't, to the industry. I don't care. I'm pretty high medium. Uh, I, I don't care if it's a kid's show. I kind of want it to be a kid's show. You're the 98th <laughs> person that said we should have a kid's show. There's yet. a reason. All we talked about was our vagina. There's so a reason. Put that together. <laughs> okay, what if it's this? What if it's um you do it live and you do it at like 1 a.m., the adult show, and then at 6 a.m.? So you're the first and last thing people see at That's night. Okay. Okay. And you don't sleep. You just live your life. Okay, great. And then there's just like a really like sh- good editor for the morning show. Okay, so we don't go to sleep. We just keep drinking and by, you do by your... six, we do a really wasted version for the kids. Yeah, pretty much. Good. Hey, guys, have you kids? We're kids. <laughs> Come on. We got a show. The first show could be called Just Two Womans, and then the kids show could just be called Kids Show. It's going to be great. Um, That's a good idea. I know. Uh, you don't have to be in Wrigleyville as much as you are. You have a weekly show at the Town Hall Pub. Actually, I'm not right. in Wrigleyville. It's just that counts gross. as Wrigleyville. Come on. Town Hall Pub is Boys it's Town. Boys I will have you know. The, it's like a block from all of these other bars, though. I know, but it's still Boys Town. A block is very... Okay, <laughs> fine. You're also at Berlin. Yeah, that's true. That's Wrigleyville. That is that's totally... It's across the street from Big City Tap. That's like saying RuPaul's Drag Race is America's Next Top Model, which is not. That is true. I agree completely. Are you watching this season? I watch oh. every season. It's the greatest thing television Please don't tell done. me what happened this week. I'm not caught up with this week, but who do you, who's your oh. pick to win? Oh, my God. I love RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Hollywood Race Hollywood finally so did hard. something right with RuPaul's Drag Race. World of Wonder. That would be a... Let's get you with World of Wonder. That's RuPaul's company. Here's what I want to do. The only thing I ever want is to make it halfway big enough to be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, God, yes. And then after that, I will move to a mountain and be in a polyamorous relationship with a black man and a woman who makes her own soap, and I'll grow out a long gray braid. (laughs) And I will just wear sage all day and just meditate, and it'll be fine, but I will be like, I was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's fair. I love... 
You guys just check it out. Yeah, it's I'm, a great I'm show completely. I, I'm assuming you guys aren't big sports nuts. Nope. I am. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race starts the weekend after the Super Bowl oh. and ends at the start of round two of the NHL playoffs. I think it was tailor designed for guys like me. Yeah. To yes. get into the to drag into race. The drag. It's fucking amazing. Who's your picture? Share Needles. Well, here's the oh, thing. Here's Cher the Needles thing. Here's the amazing. thing. Here's the thing. Share Needles is my favorite person on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to win, though, because the absolute rep doesn't like her. And I think that the absolute rep has a big hand in this, considering they're the ones giving the prize money away. And, like, they're stuck with her for a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to be Share Needles, even though I really want it to be Share Needles. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Like Latrice Royale. See, I haven't seen this I, week. Don't. I haven't I seen this week either. I've, I think I'm Latrice Royale Latrice. really has a shot with this. Um, I thought she was going to be out after week two, and then she, every week she keeps pulling like pulling through. And I She's think her great. makeup is the best of all, and all her fucking jewels. It's, I love how much you love RuPaul's Drag Race. No, this is Ru- Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. No, RuPaul. Oh my God. Here's the thing. What's your thoughts on Drag You? What's that? Exactly. It's a spinoff of RuPaul's Drag Race. Get out of my face. Yeah, but it's not good. No, get out of my face. I okay. don't want to see it. Um, how, I don't want to see anything that's not RuPaul's Drag Race. Have you done anything at Berlin with any of the former contestants? Because uh, they're there every once. Like, yeah, once Dita Ritz. Yeah. Dita Ooh, Ritz I like Dita Ritz. Uh, she's great. What do you think of yeah. Tyra? She won season two or three. Two. Tyra. Tyra. Oh. From Chicago. Oh, she's from Chicago? Yeah. She, not she a is? fan. Not a fan of Tyra. Yeah. Really? Tyra is the only contestant in RuPaul's Drag Race that has a kid. I liked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I think liked, she got the sympathy card. Raven. She, she's a pretty big she's I Raven, love though. Raven. I was, I was love for Raven, Raven, over, Raven over Tyra. I was for Raven over Tyra. Uh, I think we're losing everybody. I don't care. Fuck this. Sharon Needles. She's in Pittsburgh. Sharon Needles. I think at this point in your, both of your careers, even with all their TV exposure, you're about even. I think if we could reach out to Sharon Needles, you guys can go on a tour. It's not that crazy. I think Sharon Needles would totally be up your alley. Okay. Yeah, let's let's do make it. it happen. Oh, God, Talk I want to this to happen. What do Talk we do? Sharon. Sharon with Sharon. You're the host, and you should Sharon. take Sharon Needles as your guest every day. That's the kid's show. That's the kid's show. She doesn't get to be yeah. on the night show. It's going to be great. Isn't, isn't the best way? People say if you want to get to Carnegie Hall, practice. If you want to get your own kid's show, start with having shows in dive bars in yes. Chicago. Yes. Okay. Your shows in dive bars in Chicago are like one of the only reasons why my fiance is still with me. I drag her to comedy shows, Aww. and you're one of, you're one of the only ones that I actually like to keep some relationships alive, even if they can't stay alive inside of me. Yeah, they really. <laughs> really. You want to have a baby? Go to Arizona. No, I meant uh, sex. I understand. I, about sex. I understand. But you said inside of you, and I mean, like, how long could it really last? Things you date can a go bunch of fucking. Inside of you that aren't babies. You, you date a bunch of fuck. Okay. Yeah, but you still date a bunch of comics. Like, come on. I don't date any comics. You know what I mean. I am hosting a comeback show where I'm putting up all the comics that have come on my back. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Are you? I'm kidding. Woo. I don't sleep I with just comics. Keep going, kids. I don't sleep with comics, and I Whatever. certainly do not date them. And I am really good at sports. <laughs> okay. I hope I didn't offend you. I, I really love offended. what you guys do. Um, people should Brandon. check you out. You're recently on Twitter. Is that one of you is recently on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Twitter. You're Twitter. finally on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I was following one of you, and then I found out like a, two weeks ago somebody else joined. So I don't. Even... This girl just joined. I I've, I've been a member for you know like six I think months. I have 132 followers. Not to brag, yeah. guys. <laughs> I mean, so uh, yeah, it's like it's like What's Up magazine <laughs> for Twitter. It's, <laughs> I'm Please like, make that your bio tonight. I'm, What's I'm up magazine what's up, for Twitter? I'm the What's Up magazine for Twitter. I just uh, all I tweet is pictures of guys with their tongues out going. That's it. So check read read my tweets. Read my tweets or pick up a What's Up. It's the same thing. Yeah. If you guys want to follow us, uh, we'll be taking the Western bus the whole way home. <laughs> Are you still living at Reversible Eye? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We live in Humboldt Park. Yeah. Where the Puerto Ricans meet the hipsters, Puerto Ripsters. <laughs> Just find a way to get them in there, Brandon. You know? I, I always slip the jokes in. I want to ha- give you some oh, coffee. Thank you so have thank some you. coffee. Have hey, some where coffee. is my gift certificate for? Saki Records. That's awesome. great. 3700 I'm West Fullerton, I think. Super excited. Right. Yeah, it's a great record store. Really, honestly. Do you have records? I don't know if I don't listen. I don't have an iPod, honestly. Oh, I just perfect. Have, we have, yeah, That's we have perfect. A, I've carried all my records through all of the houses that I've moved in, for sure. Good she for hasn't you. lived in houses, but she carries records through all of them. <laughs> yeah. You're at the Town Hall Pub Town every Hall Sunday Pub, evening. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Uh, you have a, do you have a Berlin, is it Berlin regular, or is it just you happen to be there a lot? Uh, we host Berlin every other Tuesday. Okay. And then, is there anything the, else that's regular? Watch RuPaul's Drag Race in watch general. Mondays. No, wait, Sundays or Mondays? Mondays. I watch it Mondays. on Tuesday. Yeah, it's on Monday nights, but you could watch the entire series for free on Logo TV. It's fucking great. Drag Race. It is. It's great. Start your engines. Okay. I need one. Let's give it up for Brandon. No, we're not done. We're not done. I need you to pick a number between 104 and 104. Do we each get our own? Well, each of you have Connie and Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent. So we're going to each get your own. Okay, thanks. It's an acronym for CUNT. <laughs> what are my choices of numbers? 104 to 187. See you next tweet Twitter. See you now on Twitter. One, you oh, one more time. 104 to 187. 139. 139. Fantastic. We're out Appreciate of that. Appreciate your work, guys. You get 155 and up. 156. 155. Couple ones up for a tamale. I'm on both. How <laughs> long? I love that you've walked everyone. I fucking love you guys so much. How long would you be willing to support a spouse who was going to school, recuperating from an illness, writing novels that weren't published? One of you. I don't care which one. Mm. It's how long would you support a spouse? How long would you be willing to support a spouse who was going to school, recuperating from an illness, writing novels that weren't published? <sighs> how good are his novels? No, I'm pretty good at. I, I'm, I'm attracted to. How good are the people novels? that don't finish their novels? So I'd probably stay with them. Okay, that's good. Uh, 156. What is the strongest public display of affection you have ever made? Ooh, what, is, like this one. what is the strongest one you've ever witnessed, and how did you react to it? At what point do you think expressing affection in public becomes improper? Okay. It's never inappropriate if you're drinking. Why don't you talk about, speaking of Berlin, why don't you give, the, give a round of applause for yourself and tell the story about you dressed as Bob Ross? I had sex with a girl uh, in the bathroom of Berlin dressed as Bob Ross. <laughs> and then I got kicked out, and they said, you can't have sex in the bathroom here. And I said, fair enough. Can I get my wig? And they said, absolutely. Was this the night you were working? Um, it was on Halloween. By working, you mean having sex in a bathroom dressed as Bob Ross is working pretty hard. <laughs> I want it to be known that your parents uh, have seen your act multiple times. Uh-huh. They are fans of it. Kind of. They're supportive parents. Yep. Chris, if you become a supportive parent, this is what you get. Uh, I think it's great. I hope my kids are half as cool as you. Oh, thanks. Man. I'll be happy with just rich bankers instead. Okay. I understand. That's a better choice. But Probably. But if you want to pass up a chance for your kids to be in was up, that's your own problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I, how much you want to bet that was up is the only magazine in Chicago in 50 years. It's pretty likely that was yeah. up will sustain the, any the nuclear holocaust. Will, you think it will outlast streetwise? What if they morph into one? Why don't oh. you know? The, okay. Oh, that's a great idea. That's the hipster version of was a magazine. Was up wise. Was wise. Was wise. 
I like street up more, but street up, fun. street up's better. Street up, street up is. Well, okay, so is LA it pictures, your only advertiser. Is it pictures of of drunk homeless people just like ah, party? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. And, just, and like, where to find the tamale? I guy. would buy the shit out of that more than I would buy and straight that. up. I want to see homeless girls look slutty. That's what I want to see. Done in the magazine. Yeah, what? you do. <laughs> I love you too. Great work. Being yourself. Kudos. Fantastic. I'm sorry we made everybody in this bar late, but I appreciate that. you guys for no. staying. <laughs> fuck them in the face. They're only paying customers. The Butterball Sisters, Thank put you. your fucking hands together. Thank you, ladies. Hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading the show. I appreciate it. This is the part where I tell you to support our sponsors. One of our sponsors for this four nights of shows at the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois, is Half Acre Brewery. Yes, I finally am living my dream. I'm giving away beer. Beer that I like, beer that I like drinking, beer that I like sharing with others at you, me, them, everybody. Half Acre, if you're not from Chicago or you don't know about good beer, is very good beer. They have a brewery. It's almost in the Lincoln Square neighborhood. It's 3900 Lincoln. It's super easy to get to. They have brewery tours. You can go there and get Growlers. You can get Gossamer. You can get Daisy Cutter. You get Oh, they give us this new beer I've never even heard of. It's called Overrail. Like, well, I mean, I've heard of Overrail, but they're Overrail. I had it for the first time this week. It's my new favorite half acre. It's got these cool owls on there. I love this beer. I love this brewery. I am so thrilled. I am elated to say that Half Acre is an official sponsor of You, Me, Them, Everybody. Go check them out online. There's a link to their brewery slash uh, beer, whatever. Uh, That doesn't really help. Just buy them. They're good. It's in cans. It's good. It's the best, all right? Uh, you know, that Dosakikis guy, that's weird. Instead, uh, they sponsor shows like me. That's cool. Yeah, they could have done this with a sports team or a sports team. They could have done this with anybody. They chose us, and that makes me very, very happy. So I should come up with a tagline or something. I don't have one. Here's all I'm saying. Drink the beer. It's good. It's the kind of beer where you could bring it to, like, the in-laws, and they're like, ooh, someone's fancy. And it's the kind of beer you could drink during the baseball game, and you're not feeling all shitty and it's old style. And there's nothing wrong with old style. Just drink the half acre, okay? It's good beer. Drink the beer. It's delightful. And ladies like the beer. I don't even know if that's true. Every woman I know that likes this beer, she's they're cool. But I only hang out with cool ladies because, I mean, I drink half acre beer. That's an awful tagline. It's halfacrebeer.com. Thanks to Half Acre. Now back to the show. Annie's going to play one more song before uh, Kitchen Table Illinois comes up. Is that fair, Annie? Yes. Let's set you up. Have you not seen the Butterballs before? No. Oh, my God. I just want to, like, I just want you in my life always. Oh, I love you. You got and, me. Hey, you guys have music at uh, Entertainment Julia, don't you? Yeah. There you go. I'll do it. I'll do it. That's how bookings work in the city. Okay, well, I'll give you guys a choice. Do you want another out-of-tune ukulele song? Or? In a foreign language. Or or an acapella show tune. Acapella show tune. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to move this guy. I have often walked down this street before, but the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several stories high. 
Are there lilac trees in the heart of town? Could there be a lark in any other part of town? Does enchantment pour out of every door? No, it's just on the street where you live. And oh, the towering feeling just to know somehow you are near. The overpowering feeling that any second you suddenly appear people stop and stare they don't bother me for there's nowhere else on earth that I would rather be let the time go by I don't care if I can be here on Thank you. That couldn't have been better. Thank you. Every month at the Hungry Brain, You, Me, Them, Everybody presents 8x8, a show featuring eight performers performing eight minutes each. Stand-up comedy, singer-songwriters, sketch groups, writers, improv troops, a mixture of everything that's good about the Chicago arts scene. Please visit youmethemeverybody.com for full lineups and schedules. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. Give me your ears, give me your eyes, put your hands together for Kitchen Table, Illinois. Thanks a lot, everybody. We brought you in. And let them loose If I so much 
Great to be here with Brandon and the Hungry Brain. <clears throat> uh, we occasionally read letters from our listeners. We've got one here for you tonight. Uh, Dear Kitchen Table, Illinois, I recently met the girl of my dreams, but I'm not very good at talking about my feelings. How can I let her know how I feel without getting all mushy? Uh, reservedly, Brendan Mara, Turnbull, Alabama. Interesting coincidence. I, I think it is. Um, we've actually got a song that, that mentions the tiny populated area of Turnbull, Alabama. Not, not a, technically a town, uh, but there's a small lake there, and uh, people fish, fish uh, bass out of that lake. Uh huh, yeah, all the time. It's the main thing that people do, actually. From what I understand. Yeah. So here's a song that, that, uh, that Becky's father has written part of and that we've written part of together, and it's about uh, expressing your feelings towards someone, maybe in kind of a roundabout way. Uh, yeah. Well, folks are awful fancy out in New York City. They drink champagne and race their yachts along
steam or boil or bake. I have baited hooks for cichlids at Tanganyika. Been eye to eye with sturgeons, they pull out a lake back home. Well, I've climbed down in the devil's hole and seen the mighty pupfish, but in my opinion, walleye. Thank you very much. You're very kind. We have a little bit of a quieter song for you right now. You can keep the ring. I left it on the table. You can keep the table by the way. That's fine. You can open any mail addressed to both of us back your name it looks awful next to mine you can keep the sheets you slept on if you wanna the undershirt that I like sleeping in I am getting the tattoo removed this afternoon take back your name it feels awful on my skin Keep my cigarettes Cause I could use a breather I know I said some awful things But I'm not taking those back either This thing went south You can keep the promises we made With someone else Take back your name It tastes awful in my mouth You can keep the ring And when you take the ring back Then take back your name I won't be needing it again Thank you. Well, we, we have a, another short letter here. Do we know? As I recall. Oh, it's under. Oh, there it is. Uh, Dear Kitchen Table, Illinois, how would you describe your music? Sincerely, Nora Kellard, Los Angeles, California. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, as it happens, we've, we've got a song about just that thing. So We sure do. So we're going to play it right now. Oh, let's see. 
cost a million bucks? Yes. Some bands sound loud. You mean like a fleet of tractor trailer trucks? Exactly. Some, Some bands sound fancy, like Versace on a catamaran. We sound like $17 worth of buffalo nickels in a can. Ha. Ah. Well, that seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, you see how that, how that might go? I think I, I think I see how that might work out. I've got a couple ideas uh, for descriptions of the sort of music that I listen to as a teenager, teenage kind of music. I think we should give those a try. sound sad. Oh, like their only friend just up and died? That's right. And then some bands sound mean. Oh, yeah, like they spend a little time inside. And then some bands sound angry, like maybe they could use a hug. We sound like $17 worth of buffalo nickels in a jug. Merle Haggard sounds like picking a fight with a beautiful sunset. Tom Waits sounds like sawing your tandem bike in two. George Jones sounds like staying out late, playing skee-ball drunk all by yourself. And Willie Nelson sounds like a velvet painting of a kangaroo. Ooh. And there's those bands, some bands, sound hip. Oh, yeah. Like, they follow all the latest oh, trends. right, yeah. And some bands sound cute. Oh, yeah? Like, they want their fans to all be friends. Gross. Oh, gross. Some bands sound noisy. Like, keep a shrieks of rattles and knocks. We sound like $17 worth of buffalo nickels in a box. Like some sort of old Nike box. We sound like $17 worth of buffalo nickels in a jug. Like a gross milk jug that someone didn't rinse out. $17 worth of buffalo nickels in a can. Definitely some kind of sardine can. Like a jar that used to hold a pound of bread and butter pickles full of $17 worth of buffalo nickels. Thank you. You're very kind. Thank you. We've got uh, just a few more here. <clears throat> what do you think? I think, yeah. That said, there are a few more things to say. <clears throat> Today it's ten lonely weeks and change Since I watched that taxi have its way With you remember when 
wrestled you inside Punched me in the face And I waved goodbye I watched you disappear As in my eyes were going bad And I gave that last look Everything I had What can I do? Oh, oh. I only had eyes for you I wish I could say song it's uh thank you. We, it's thank been a pleasure you. being here as always thank you i can say that now it's been more than yeah, once good, good music good comedy good. very good comedy ladies yeah, really good excellent comedy. work hey 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 <laughs> hey chords are unimportant yeah and plus you guys are really sisters right yes that's amazing we're not even related Really? Yeah. Although, Can you tell? <laughs> I know we look alike. It's the glasses. That's why she plays the small instrument and I play the bigger one. So I look smaller by comparison she looks larger. <clears throat> this last song is about if we were to start a business together that wasn't a band. That would actually make money. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? What business could possibly do that? <laughs> you might wonder. All right. 
Uh, I guess we start with that little thing, right? Yeah. One, three, go. If your bathtub is leaking, if your floorboards are squeaking, if your bicycle chain's rusted through, if you dented the fender, if you chewed up the blender, bring it by, we'll see what we can do. If your drive belt's are slipping, if your faucet is dripping, if your muffler's tied up. Kitchen Table, Illinois, everybody. Yay! That was very nice. I enjoyed it. It made me smile. Uh, it's the goal. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. You guys don't live in the city, do you? Uh, I do. You do. Where do you live? In Gray's Lake. Holy shit. I know. Thank you. That was really great. Thank you so much. Butterball sisters, kudos. Yeah. 
Like always, you are great. Thanks to Chris. Obviously, Annie, kudos to you. You made it. This will actually come out the day you're playing the Burlington. So if anyone's listening, it's, uh, it's, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it is Thursday, April 19th, and Annie is at the Burlington. And you have a show at the Smart Museum later this month. And you also are going to be at Saki with me in the end of May. And all that can be found on your Tumblr page, which is what? Rockfalls.tumblr.com? www. Nope. You don't need it for Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr doesn't include www's, actually. Uh, there you go. Colon forward slash forward slash. Backslashes send you into your commands. You don't need that. Get your computer right. Thank you, Annie. You're working on a new record. You could hear demos of the new record on that website. It's cool. Merle, good job. Thanks, Not a problem. You did great. I'm very glad that we only said that your boyfriend deserves better only once out of four nights. So thank you so much for coming, everybody. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back in May. Thank you for coming, and have a wonderful night.